Welcome back to Off the Record Conversations on the Creative Landscape. My name is Philip. We're back with a short episode. In this episode, we're going to discuss three questions that are always the same for all of the guests. If you want to listen to more interesting thoughts of those guests, just check out the previous episode. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Katarina Mira. We had a recording with her before. So the previous episode, you were able to listen to her story, what she thinks about all of the things that she's been doing. She's been acting. She's been uh, an influencer. She's a photographer. And um, she will tell you about how to get inspired, how her career started and how she's going to you know, start into this year, next year. And... We're back here with our uh, short episode. Um, Katarina, I'm going to ask you three questions. Um, she doesn't know the questions, obviously, before. And um, you can just answer the way you want, answer freely. And I'm just going to start now. Okay. Hello, everyone, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> introducing yourself again. It's okay. okay. Question number one. What do you think all creative people should know? God, I thought the question would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they should know their worth. I think um, sometimes it's very easy to let an inner critic um, talk and um, forget our you know, true essence and let that take over and be insecure about whatever we are creating. There's no right or wrong. Just be yourself. Just you know, just know that whatever you are creating is worthy and um, you have to be uh, vulnerable when you are creating. You have to make mistakes. I know the world doesn't allow that to happen anymore. There's a lot of cancellation happen happening online um, and sometimes it's very hard to contradict that. But I think that's what we need to know. We need to know that our ideas are valid and there's no There's no wrong idea. You know, sometimes things don't work and that's fine and you, and you move on and there's always something to learn, even if something doesn't go the way we, we want we want it to go. I'm sure we'll, we'll always um, take something from that journey. Okay, interesting. How would you, um, I mean, you're talking about worth. You, I'm, sh I'm sure you don't mean um, financial worth at the end of the day. You, just, you probably mean appreciation. But... Um, Let, let's talk very quickly about financial worth. Um, in the previous episode, you also said you're always underselling yourself. How, how do I understand my commercial uh, value as an artist? It's hard because there isn't much transparency between um, people um, in general. We never really know how, many, uh, how much the other person is, is making. Um, so I... I try to be as transparent as I can with my uh, friends that work in this industry. I think there's space for everyone. Um, so there's no need to compete and be dodgy about um, certain contracts. I'm more than happy to be, you know, uh, of assistance to any of my friends that reach out and ask, do you think this is enough? Uh, do you think I'm overcharging? And I do the same. Um, luckily, I do have an agent that allows me to relax a bit more about the Uh, the business sides of, of the business side of creating because there is negotiation involved and sometimes it's really hard to put a price on those uh, on, on what you create um, and it, it's hard to do that um, 
um, as a creative in general. I, I don't think we have any financial education when we go to school. Or we don't have enough of that. Um, and and um, I wish we 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 were able to to um, to be a bit more fluent in the financial language. I don't know if you saw the, um, the series "I May Destroy You" by um, no, no, I didn't. Kayla Cole. Okay, well, she was rejected. Well, not rejected, but she basically said no to Netflix to to the one million they were offering her because she knew she would be worth more than that. Um, and she was because the series exploded and it's a it's a turning point in British television. Mm. And um, and and she basically wanted rights uh, of the series. And I, I think I'm not 100 percent sure this is the story, but um, Netflix didn't want to pay her any royalties or any rights. They just wanted to give her a one off fee and then they could do anything that they wanted with the series. And mm. um, so she didn't it's basically and the story is about something real that happened to her life because she was sexually abused. And the story is about that episode. Um, so I, I think that also is quite hard to put a price on, on something that personal. But she went against any, um, you know, any big, big personas in those, in those mm. really um, powerful houses. And she just, you know, stuck, stuck her ground. Um, I, I think that's how you say it. Uh, and she, just studio ground, yeah. she didn't want... Yeah, and she, she didn't want to accept that price. She she knew she was worth more, and she was definitely worth more. She's probably the personality of this year. And I think that's amazing, having that confidence and knowing when your work is that valuable. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely um, true. I mean, especially this anecdote uh, you're sharing right now with Netflix. Um, I mean, I haven't heard of it, but I think it's, uh, I'll obviously look it up. Uh, I think it's a, a very good example of like how probably a lot of people would say like, wow, a million and Netflix and, you know, all of this and the fame, how that's good. And uh, but understanding your own worth, I think, is extremely, extremely good example of that. I was just going to recommend a podcast, a podcast with her. Uh, so she's called Michaela Cole and it's a podcast with Louis Theroux. Uh, and they talk a lot about this and it's really fascinating. Okay, I'll listen to it. Okay, let's go to question number two. What do you think every brand should stop doing right now? They should stop uh, sending pre-written captions to the influencers. That does not work. There's no uh, way. It's something they do. So basically when you, you hold something in there and they write the captions for you. I think nowadays brands are a lot more aware of uh, of those silly decisions because it doesn't it doesn't work. But it has happened when a brand sends a brief and says, "Please use this caption." Um, I think that's very limiting and also uh, not very beneficial for the brand because the the person that is communicating the brand will have a certain language, mm -hmm. uh, and the audience will be able to see through that. Mm. Um, so I think you you have. Of course, the client has to approve whatever you decide to create, but it should be um, the ball should be in our end when it comes to choosing how to communicate the product because it has to be in line with how we communicate and it has to feel natural. I, I don't really like when things are on your face. Of course, we I live off advertising and that's how I make my living, but there's a way of of, of communicating things that is not harsh and it's not 
in your face and there's an elegant way of, of mm. communicating. So that's, yeah, that's something I would tell brands not to do. <laughs> okay, interesting. Very interesting. Let's go to question number three. If you could spend $1,000 on something to push your career, what would it be? Everybody who's listened to the, the first episode would probably say a flashlight. Yeah, flashlight. But I would say actually probably, if you don't have an agent, probably a business course. Mm -hmm. Business course, how, okay. Just be, to understand how uh, we could we can turn our art into a business. I think that's why there's so many struggling act artists. There's people with so much talented talent, but they cannot live off that talent. And of course you can buy an amazing camera with a thousand dollars or a thousand pounds. Of course you can buy an, a new laptop, but those are things that um, are, I wouldn't say are fundamental for you to create anything. As mm. we said in the first episode, you can create amazing things with a phone. Um, And, or you can create amazing things with a 60 pound um, secondhand camera from eBay, like the one I, I bought recently, hmm. uh, an Olympus, a point and shoot. Um, so you can just create, you don't have to spend loads of money in, in tools like that. But sometimes you have to know um, how to sell yourself. So I wish maybe I had invested more in, in my ability to be a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it, I mean, it's not too late yet. I know. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Thank you very much. I think it was, um, I mean, you had three very unexpected answers. Um, from, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting either of them, um, which is always a good sign. Also, um, for the listeners out there, um, I'm pretty sure there's a takeaway uh, for everyone who um, is interested in this opinion. Thank you very much again. And um, guys, check out the show notes if you want to know more about Katarina. Also, if you haven't listened to it, check out the um, other episode we recorded with her just recently. And Katarina, I'm wishing you all of the success in the world. Um, and I hope um, you can carry on doing what you're doing because you're amazing the way you're doing it. And um, wishing you a great year and a, a great evening today. Thanks so much, Philip. And again, thanks so much for inviting me. I hope you have a lovely year and that we get to meet each other one day. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.